Hey guys, how are y'all doing today? Um, thought I would, since this is the Passion Week, um, for many of you, when you went to church Sunday, uh, you uh, celebrated Palm Sunday. Uh, Palm Sunday is the day that our Lord entered through the Eastern Gate, and they had the palm branches saying, Hosanna, um, save us. And of course, that was his triumphal entry into the city, and we call that Palm Sunday. Well, that was prophesied in the Old Testament. Of course, we see it in the New, but it was prophesied in the Old Testament. So what I'm going to do for the next couple of days is we're going to look at the prophecy in the Old Testament and see how that it was fulfilled in the New. How's that sound? Uh, and the text that we're going to use for that this week is Daniel chapter number nine. So Daniel chapter number nine, if you would go over there, Daniel chapter number nine, and we're going to talk about the triumphal entry, how that it was actually prophesied to the very day. So Daniel chapter nine, verse number one. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. Now, the first year of Darius would have been about, would have been 538 BC. Very important that we remember that date. And in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. Now, Daniel apparently was a student of the scripture. He had been studying the book of Jeremiah, apparently. And as he was studying the book of Jeremiah, he saw a text uh, that opened his eyes to understand that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. Well, what text was Daniel looking at? Well, he was apparently looking at Jeremiah chapter number 25, and he was looking at verse number 11. And in Jeremiah chapter 25, verse number 11, And this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon for 70 years. And it shall come to pass, when the 70 years are accomplished, that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, saith the Lord, for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans, and will make it perpetual desolations. So Daniel here understands by reading the book of Jeremiah that they would only be in the land for 70 years. Okay. Um, he also probably went over to verse number or chapter number 19 in Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter or chapter number 29, Jeremiah 29 and verse number 10, where it says, For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you and causing you return to return to this place, and this place being Jerusalem, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Now, many times we hear this verse quoted out of context in the modern church today. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected and of course, the Lord is speaking to the Jewish nation about how that he is going to deliver them from the Babylonians, bring them back to the 
to 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 their to their land, and that's what that verse is speaking of. Now that's the interpretation of that verse. Now can we put some application? Sure, we can apply that. God does think good thoughts toward us, and God does have thoughts of peace for us that uh, and not of evil to give us an expected end. Sure, God's got that. He's sovereign. He's good God. Uh, but the interpretation is the nation of Israel, not not the Gentile church. Um, so here we see in verse number two, Daniel was a student of scripture and he had been studying the book of Jeremiah and he came upon Jeremiah 25 and 29 and finds that their captivity is almost over. So that's what we need to walk away from there, that their captivity was almost over. In verse number two, uh, he says, I understood by the books that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. Well, we know the history tells us that Israel had been destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar in 605 BC. That means that they had been in captivity at this time 67 years. 67, 68, 69, 70. He knew that they only had three more years of captivity. Daniel understood this by reading the text. Now, now what that tells me as a Bible teacher is that Daniel opened up his Bible, he read a prophecy, and he believed it. He took it literally. I believe one of the biggest mistakes, I just uh, taught a message on fundamentals of Bible interpretation. One of the biggest mistakes we make in interpreting the Bible is we do not take it literally. We spiritualize everything. We spiritualize everything away. Um, and why do we do that? I think the reason we do that is because we don't want to believe it. So we have to put a spin on it to make it say what it does not say. He came upon the prophecy of Jeremiah. He did the math in his head, and he took it literally. God was not talking in a metaphorical sense. And I, I see so many preachers today doing that. They do not take the Bible literally. If you don't take the Bible literally, you're going to end up doing some pretty crazy stuff. I put something up today on our discussion board. A United Church of Christ pastor, which you'll notice that's a female, backs right to abortion, allowing abortions up to birth. You know, the first thing that should smack you in the face is not the fact that she approves of abortions, but the fact that they are calling a female a pastor, which tells me that they've already abandoned scripture a long time ago. The very fact that she's even ordained. And we, you know, I've got studies on why she's arriving at the conclusions she's arriving at. Paul was very emphatic about why women were not to be ordained to lead men and the fact is he pointed to Eve in the garden she was she was uh, she was deceived and this woman is being deceived okay and that's why she's doing she should have never been ordained in the first place and if the the denomination that she was a part of wouldn't have abandoned scripture years ago they never would have ordained her um, again, we take the Bible literally. Paul said a woman is not to earth authority over a man, and that is exactly what Paul meant. But you got to spiritualize it so that you can trivialize it so that you can do away with it. And that's what they do. 
I take the Bible literally. We need to stop second-guessing God. Where God's put periods, we need to stop putting question marks. So the next question, and we'll finish with this, was: is why 70 years? Why were 70 years um, were they required to be in captivity? Well, the answer is found in Scripture. I mean, we don't have to guess about that. Leviticus chapter number 25. Why were they allowed to go into Babylon, Babylonian captivity, for 70 years? Well, back in the book of Leviticus, And the Lord spake unto Moses in Mount Sinai, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When you come into the land which I give you, and you sh- and then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Six years you can sow the field, six years you can prune your vineyard, you can gather in the fruit, but in the seventh year it shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land, a Sabbath for the Lord, Thou shalt neither sow thy field nor prune thy vineyard. That which groweth of its own own accord of thy harvest thou shalt not reap, neither gather the grapes of the vine undressed, for it is a year of rest unto the land. And the Sabbath of the land shall be meat for you, for, for thee, and for thy servant, for thy maid, and for thy hired servant, and for thy stranger that sojourneth with thee, and for your cattle, and your beast, and your land, and all the cre- increase thereof be meat. The bottom line is that it came into the land and God told them, I want you to let the land rest every seventh year, seventh year. Now we know, and there's more scriptures there. We can go into that next time. We know that they were in the land for 490 years, 490 years. They did not allow the land to rest. Uh, Down in Leviticus 25 and verse number 20, it says, and if ye shall say, What shall we eat in the seventh year? And behold, what shall, we shall not sow, sow, nor gather in our increase, then I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for you three years. Uh, and you will sow the eighth year and eat yet the old fruit until the ninth year. In other words, I'll bless you if you'll just do what I'm asking you to do. Allow the land to rest in the seventh year. Did they do that? Of course they didn't do that. Uh, In chapter number 26 and verse 27, it says, And if ye shall not hearken unto me, but walk contrary to me, then I will walk contrary to you in fury, and I will chastise you seven times for your sins. They were in the land 490 years. 490 years divided by seven is 70. For 490 years, they did not allow the land to rest. So God said, you owe me 70 years of rest. And he sent them away into Babylon. In 2 Corinthians Chronicles 36, 20, and those who escaped from the sword, he had carried away to Babylon, where they became servants unto him and to his sons until the rule of the kingdom of Persia to fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed her Sabbath. As long as she lay desolate, she kept her Sabbath to, to fulfill 70 years. And we'll continue this study next time. God bless you guys. Remember, God loves you, wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.